With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Vsin. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We are at halftime in a exciting Monday night football game, as they tend to always be, Sean. It's prime time. It We're is. gonna get excitement. We got overtime last night between Tennessee and Pittsburgh. We had a backdoor cover last Thursday night, and here we are. Buffalo, who went off as a six-point favorite, is up 20 to 17 at the half. A late touchdown reception from Cole Beasley put them into that spot. So the total sitting at 53 and a half. If you played the over, like my partner over here, you're feeling okay with the live line being at 60, 61, 61 and a half. Depending on where you... Incredible compared to three zero game into the first quarter. Almost. <laughs> I was like, well, I blew this one. Uh, but we got some late touchdowns. Uh, we had a Derek. We had 34 points. In the second quarter, 17 from each. Ryan Tannehill is just 4 of 12 with a pick, but Derrick Henry busted a massive touchdown run. I I still don't understand. Every time I watch that human, whose name is Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. which I, I still am questionable whether or not he is a human or like a Terminator, um, I don't understand how someone that big can run that fast. And on his touchdown run, he just broke one hole and, it's gone. You're not catching him. I mean, he's like a uh, 
a runaway locomotive. If 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 he gets going, Sean, you're not catching He's up. He's a him. great combination of great genes from both parents, <laughs> and uh, you add that in with hard work and a commitment to being the best part of you, and you get Derrick Henry. Now you're not going to find another one of him until another <laughs> one of him is born. You know the bigger issue is how the three in the state of Florida allow him to leave the state of Florida for college. That's the part we got to get fixed. Uh, if you're a Gator, Hurricane, or Seminole fan, we can't keep letting Bull? Derrick Henry. Right, we're not getting Derrick Henry. <laughs> I'm talking about schools that actually have a chance. Come on, what about Knight? No, um, maybe, yeah. maybe. But I mean, Gus is doing his best, uh, ruin the program impersonation currently. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, they got smashed this weekend. As Cincinnati is on scorched earth plan, they're just trying to destroy. By, by the way, everyone in their path. This is, we've always kind of, not argued, but sort of disagreed that Cincinnati needed help. So they're getting it. They don't really need any help if they continue to perform like they're performing. Well, so since the Notre Dame game, mm-hmm. a blowout of Temple, which is expected, yep. then a complete and utter domination of Central Florida. Mm-hmm. If they continue to win their games like this, they'll be fine, especially when the Iowa's, well, you know, luck, Lady Luck finally you know, goes somewhere else for a Saturday as opposed to the actual Iowa game. Well, they still need a little bit of help, but another domino fell as Iowa mm-hmm. lost. I, told, I talked about it last week. If Iowa had been able to run the table. We were going to save this for later. We probably will dive into more depth, but in depth. But Iowa, I was in agreement. I thought they were fraudulent. Mm-hmm. And, and not to say that they didn't deserve to beat Iowa State. And yes, they got fortunate against Penn State. But it was just a matter of time. But the schedule looked like it would work out in their favor where they may not lose until the Big Ten Championship game. Then what would happen? Well, they lost to Purdue. Now that opportunity is potentially thrown out the window uh, so another domino fell in the way of Cincinnati. They sit number two in the AP poll. And if they continue to uh, beat everyone in their path at the level that they're beating them. Um, like they may not have another competitive game until November 20th. Having said that, the, the more fascinating battle for me is the Big 12. Yeah. And I know we're going to get into it, but Oklahoma State, man, you know, if they can just get a little consistency out of their quarterback position. They've got a lot of the other pieces in place. They can run the football. They're really rock solid on defense, but the got, quarterback does scare you. They got to figure something out because they're a touchdown underdog this weekend against yeah, I Iowa saw State. That. that makes no sense, right? But hey, mm. Iowa State's playing better. Mm. It's Brocktober, baby. Yeah, it is. It's Brocktober. It's yeah. his time to shine. All right, we will uh, we will push that to the side because we do have halftime uh, in the NFL. Um, you know this Bills team right now. When you look around the league, the Cardinals won again yesterday, Sean. Impressive. Uh, Very impressive. No head coach, no problem. No quarterback coach. Who's going to call the plays? Doesn't matter. Pummel the Cleveland Browns. Well done. And uh, I didn't see it coming. Uh, I thought the Browns were going to take care of business, and they absolutely did not. So tip of the cap to the Arizona Cardinals as they played very, very well in the the sight of adversity. They took advantage. When you look at Buffalo, Mm -hmm. are they – the most complete team in the NFL when it comes to defensive and offensive uh, side of the ball? I think maybe now with all the injuries, but when everybody's healthy, I still think it's either the Rams or the Bucks. Mm. When, when those two teams are at full throttle, they're, they're immensely talented. But Buffalo's in the conversation. And I think the one thing they've gotten so far this year is, you know, just they've been lucky from a health standpoint. Their guys are not, you know, getting injured at the rate of some of the other teams. Halftime line uh, in Tennessee. So the pre-flop line was 
Six, closed mm-hmm. at six. Actually touched six and a half at some spots earlier today, but closed pretty much consensus six in favor of the visiting Buffalo Bills. Uh, it is 20 to 17 at the half. Your halftime line, three and a half. So full game, just slightly over what it was prior to this game. Three and a half pretty much across the board. Here, if you like the three and a half, if you like Buffalo to continue to uh, cover the pregame spread, uh, you can get that at even money. Uh, but pretty much elsewhere, it is three and a half, a total of 26 in the second half. I think we see some separation in the second half. So you guys that are out there, I take Buffalo in the over. You know, if you ask me what defense can duplicate their first half performance, it's the Bills. Well, and you just look at the numbers. Sometimes looking at box scores, not always uh, pr- pride and true, uh, but sometimes it is. it tells a story. Right now, Bills 17 first downs, Titans 5 first downs. Bills 42 plays, Titans 22 plays, 244 to 171 when it comes to total yardage. The biggest thing was taking advantage of an interception. They got an interception the Titans did late. Uh, Both quarterbacks threw picks, but Josh Allen's pick set up the Titans with a much shorter field. They were able to punch that in on the ground. By the way, Ryan Tannehill's pick was one of the worst I've seen. I was like, Ryan, come on, really? I mean, come on, bro. And the thing about Ryan Tannehill so far this year, he hadn't really been turning the ball over. He hadn't been putting it up in the air all that much. I think he came in today with just three interceptions through the first five games. Yeah, how about Tennessee uh, in a fight in Mike Vrabel's trying to reenact the Music City Miracle? <laughs> yeah, just got to keep it behind. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? All behind. week they told the guy, don't throw it forward. And what did he do? He got out there and he threw it forward. <laughs> And it, I mean, it would have been a big gain. So uh, the second half is underway in uh, in Tennessee. How many times did they bring that up already on the broadcast? Oh, a lot. Oh, a lot. <laughs> this well, it's the... been a pretty good broadcast because it's been, even though it was low scoring in the first period, it's been a very competitive mm-hmm. game. So the, just talking about the game has kind of worked. 20-17 to 17 is the score. Second half underway down in Tennessee. Uh, and the Bills will start the ball, uh, start the half with the ball uh, in their possession, as they're looking to improve to five and one, and you know, coming off a weekend in which the books really got hammered. Uh, you look at who took care of business uh, across the board. I know the Dallas game was not ideal. I think that was one of the more lopsided ticket counts across the entire uh, league yesterday. Dallas gets the cover in overtime against New England. Uh, Kansas City covered. That was a very popular play. Uh, Green Bay covered. That was a very popular play. Indianapolis covered. Uh, I don't know how many people were, were laying that chalk, but not many people want to take the points with Houston. The Rams covered against the Giants. It was a day for the favorites outside of Cleveland, the one favorite that I actually liked, and I know a couple other people on the network like too. Um, but you know what? I'm going to blame us. And, and, again, remember I always tell you, win or lose, I try and really like evaluate my process. You've got to look at these injury reports because they're doing mm-hmm. such a good job of not publicizing who's playing, who's not playing. And then you're trying to also maximize the line. So if you think there's going to be line movement, you're trying to time, you know, when to place your wager. But if I'd have known that Jedrick Willis and Jack Conklin mm-hmm. were out, I wouldn't have thought about betting the Browns. But by the time the game starts and, then, you know, I turn the volume up and I'm listening to it and I, I find out there are two Pro Bowl tackles are not playing today. Because I, I was trying to figure out, why is Baker under so much pressure? Like, yeah. their offensive line is one of the elite units in the league. And if I'm not mistaken, Chandler Jones didn't even play. 
Yeah, he had COVID. <laughs> so, I mean, was I was COVID like, protocol. I mean, did the Cardinals pick up some D linemen uh, that I don't know about? But when I found that out, I was pretty disappointed in myself. Sometimes, you know, especially with a big Saturday, you get caught up and you don't put the actual attention to detail into some of these things that you should. Well, I tell you what, I mean, we make our, our circa picks. We went uh, four and one our first week when we started this up, uh, three and two. Uh, the following week, so that was week uh, four. Last week we went one and four, so we were eight and seven through the three weeks we've been doing this, and we were trying to do this process of elimination, teamwork, make the dream work, come together. We went four and one, That's right, baby. and we picked That's we picked right. all favorites, yep. which is like against my religion. Not um, mine, <laughs> but we picked all favorites. Uh, that will almost never work, but it worked out. We had the Browns; that was a loser. But we had the Packers, mm-hmm. we had the Rams, mm-hmm. we had Cincinnati, and we had the Ravens. So it was crazy. The only one of those games that was ever even like remotely in doubt was the Packers. Everyone else was like woodshed. Hey, I own you. That's I right. always own you. <laughs> He's back, <laughs> man. It was so fun that the whole week, Sean. He's talking about how much he loves Chicago and. He told this story about a young fan that walked the street with him, and then he scores a touchdown. The fans give him a little uh, <clears throat> encouragement, I would say. I own you. That's right, baby. I still own you. I always. When you're 21 and 5 against an organization, you can say, I the own big you. Big AR is back. He is back. It is the nightcap. We got 20 to 17. Bills with the ball, 11 minutes to go in the third quarter. How about this showdown in Boston, folks? We'll get you updated on the baseball. That's Sean. I'm Tim. We're off and running here on the Nightcap. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is the Nightcap here on VSN. This segment being brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life. On your own terms, Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zen comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is for adult nicotine consumers 21 and over. Learn more and find your local realtor at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It's the nightcap here on VSIN. The Bills just connected on a field goal to make it 23 to 17, 1044 to go in the third quarter. Live line at DraftKings right now, a juiced six and a half for the Buffalo Bills, uh, minus 125 in the uh, live market, a total of 61 and a half. Sean King, my partner, uh, rocking with the over and uh, laid the six. So you're the the CEO of the Dog Pound, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, ro- roading, riding with a road favorite. Well, uh, sometimes it just comes down to not which horse you're going to ride with, but what jockey do you like the most. And for me, quarterbacks are like jockeys. They have these thoroughbreds, meaning offenses, and who can direct the offense the best sometimes is who I ride with. So apologize to my, my Dog Pound members, but uh, I did have the Jags money line. Sunday morning. So I had a dog pound bet in there that came through. I still kind of. <laughs> like put there, they're like a two point underdog. Well, it's still a dog. I, I, mean, I mean, I know. Yeah, but... I mean, the NFL, you don't really get big dogs. I mean, very rarely. Although, if you looked at this weekend. Oh, this past weekend, you didn't want to touch any dogs. Well, this weekend coming up, you're going to get another chance to fade these favorites because, man, I think it's what, four? Double-digit games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we got some big old, so, big lines. Uh, you're looking at Tampa Bay laying 13.5 against Chicago. You've got uh, Green Bay laying 9.5 at home against Washington. That elite defense looked great uh, once again. They stink. 
I'm so tired of seeing uh, Chase Young Arizona. talking trash on the side. Oh, uh, no, it's gut check time. Yeah, gut check sorry. time, Sean. Please, somebody needs to. Uh, by the way, I think Sean Merriman uh, might be stopping by tomorrow, and you and Sean had a great conversation preseason about the expectations for Chase Young because, yep. and I thought Sean was great. He, he said, I mean, he was high on him and expected him to have a good season, but he said there are going to be games where he is going to be nullified because now people know about him. And this defense, that Washington defense, who, you know, was up, what, they were up 13, 10 and a half? Yeah, that, that lasted a long time. I'm trying to pull up Chase's stats for the season. I think he has like season. one sack. Let's see. But while, while you look those up, uh, Arizona also laying 17, 17 against the Houston Texans, that one at home. And then the Rams are laying 15. And there is that Mack truck, truck that locomotive, whose name is Derek Henry, who just uh, bulldozed his way into the Bills' territory. It is. He has 12, uh, 19 tackles and two sacks. He has two sacks? Okay. Oh, two sacks on the year, yeah. By the way, just just watch this play. And if you're Jordan Poyer, who is. I just want to get him on the ground. Who who I've met and. uh, I just want to get him on the ground. You don't even get picked on in the meetings if Derrick Henry runs you off. It's just like, hey, you just you know it, you know it's coming, and it's just it's not going to be fun. By the way, Derrick Henry, if you're wondering, uh, now over his rushing yard prop, uh, which was ninety four and a half at DraftKings, he's got one eighteen. He's averaging just ten point seven yards per carry. Uh, also uh, broke one for a touchdown. I mentioned seventy six yards. Uh, that was anytime touchdown for Derrick Henry was minus two fifteen. <laughs> so he was able to get that. And I believe it was the first touchdown of the game. It was six nothing, uh, so that was uh, five to one. So if you were able to grab Derrick Henry first touchdown of the game, uh, that was a nice payday for you. So uh, Derrick Henry scoring the game's first touchdown, and here come the uh, the oh we got a little little movement there uh, for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Twenty three to seventeen is where we stand right now. Just a quick check of the live line. Just tick down just a second, uh, just a bit I should say, down to five. And a half. The Buffalo Bills still a five and a half point favorite with a total of 62 and a half midway through uh, the third quarter. Um, Sean, we mentioned the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to get to college football. Don't worry. I'll give you plenty of time to gloat about uh, your incredible call uh, that Michigan State would cover. Um, well, it's just the right call. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you had it the whole time. I mean, never in doubt. Down, I mean, outgained by 80 with a team with a backup quarterback. Yeah, but the game's not won and lost needed, on statistics. Uh, d- needed a, t- needed a t- stop a two-point conversion. Uh, needed a kicker to bury a 50-yarder. Yeah, all those things. Just never in doubt. But, I mean, the Cowboys covered, and you could make the same argument. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, guy. and, oh. you know, it, it happens, you know. Just good teams win, great teams cover. I got Kofi here, the Michigan State grad, is gloating. I'm like, all right, yeah, you got Enjoy it. Enjoy the bye week. You know what makes me really proud? Enjoy the bye week because Michigan is coming. I was on before I even knew Kofi personally. So then when I got that back up, you know, it made me feel even better. But listen, I gave you an opportunity to get on the wagon. What wagon? The Sparty wagon. As For we, what? What do you want me to do with the Sparty wagon? Ride us to the Big Ten Championship. All right. Uh, I, you got, you the got, bus has seats. You're going to buy tickets to watch either Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State playing it? Ooh, I hope not. Yeah. Considering I have an 85 to 1 I'm, ticket. I, I'm aware, of your, I'm aware of your investments. Right. So I don't want. And I mean. I don't want any of those other schools. These past, because everything these past them. couple of weeks must be really inspiring for that 85 to 1 ticket. By the way, the, well, team, are, won. the team in Indiana that you just had that triumph over, uh, they are now a 20-point underdog at home to Ohio State. So 
uh, they would be, that means oh, Michigan State would be a 14-and-a-half-point underdog to Ohio oh, State. Hey, you know, we'll get a chance to play them. I know you will. That's the great thing. It's I don't have to get caught up in hypotheticals. That is true. With Sparty. It's a, it, we can the Big Ten East settle is, it on the field. The Big Ten East is spectacular this year because it is all going to play itself out. And no, it's great. I don't even know if a loss eliminates you because none nope. of them have played each other. It has. It definitely does yeah. not. Yeah, so, it's going to come down to tiebreakers. All are undefeated right now. At this good, moment in time in the Big Ten. The good thing is I still don't think Star, Sparty's played their best. Now, I don't like Oh, when the you fact, get outgained by 80 from Indiana, that's yeah, not playing your I best? I don't like the fact that Mel Tucker's name is popping up and a lot of these LSU. The about to be open coaching positions, specifically LSU, that's a great fit. He was a defensive coordinator for Georgia. He's been in the SEC. So I don't like that from a distraction standpoint. But I'll say this, listen. When they play their best, they're capable of beating Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. So they've got to do it. What is their best? Well, I think Peyton Thorne is the separator. Because he's talented, but he's indecisive at times with the football. And anytime that happens, his ball location really gets erratic. But I've also seen him in games where he's intentional, he looks confident, and he throws the ball extremely well. Because they got the weapons. With Conklin and Reed outside and with Kenneth Walker at running back, they have the weapons. He just got to get them They have the, the weapons to beat Nebraska barely, well, we'll see. Indiana barely. We'll see. Well, you don't have to hate on my Michigan they, State Do they fans. have the weapons? It's going to play itself We'll out. see. They, have, yeah, they still have to play Michigan. Out. They have to play Ohio State on the road. I feel Penn like State. I have really good value. You do? Yeah. So oh, no. If to they, be where you got it in, I'm. Yeah. that is phenomenal. If they handle be. it, they handle it. If they don't, then... Hey, I still feel like it was a, it's a hell of a ride. A, a measured, smart wager on a team that I just thought I saw something special in before a lot of other people. <sighs> we'll see. They still got to go do it. Same thing with BYU. My whole thing with them was if they go undefeated, they had to handle their business. They've lost two in a row, so now they're out of see, the conversation. That's a, that's a cop out because if they had gone undefeated, they wouldn't have got in, and right? they didn't go undefeated. Right. <laughs> But I just was bringing up Cincinnati the point. on a different Cincinnati. On the other hand, if they go undefeated, they've got a phenomenal shot. And yeah, they're number two in and the, the dominoes right keep falling. Well, that ranking doesn't really mean anything. But I'd be I'd be interested to see when they come out with the first college football playoff playoff rankings. rankings if the number two team in the country ever was not in their top four. They'll be in the top four. I think they'll be in the top four. I don't think they'll be two because. Here's the problem for Cincinnati. Well, it's is in the four. Right. Right. The problem for Cincinnati is that Big Ten East is going to start playing each other, which could work to their advantage or really work to their disadvantage. Because They if, need Oklahoma, if one of those, Oklahoma State to lose before the uh, actual game. They can't have... Oklahoma State's losing this weekend. Well, it looks like it. But, again, I'm, I'm not an Ohio State believer. I, I, I know... They are playing a little better than they were earlier. I'm not an, Oklahoma State has no offense. Yeah, the quarterback's bad. They have an offense. The quarterback is really inconsistent. It is it is surprising to see a Gundy team with a offense right. that struggles. This they normally have a minorly. elite college level quarterback. Yeah, Spencer Sanders. Yeah, he I, don't is know, I don't know. Yeah, this kid here. Twenty three to seventeen. Four and a half minutes to go. Titans inside the five yard line. NBA season starts tomorrow. Ooh. We'll get a little breakdown next right here on the Nightcap.
This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. for all the action this NBA season with the VSIN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including JVT, Jonathan Von Zobel, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital copy is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now only $9.99. Head over to vcin.com backslash subscribe. Take a peek of the NFL game on Monday Night Football. 24-23. Titans leading the Bills. Derrick Henry, another touchdown run as uh, the Bills now trail by one. Live line, Bills minus two and a half. That's Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback. I am Tim Murray. And uh, we just talked about the hoops guy we have here at Visa. And let's talk a little hoops because the NBA season starts tomorrow night. And let's bring in Kurt Heelan, who is the managing editor of Pro Basketball Talk uh, and uh, NBA writer, NBCSports.com. Kurt, always a pleasure to uh, chat with you. I know it's a busy time. If you've uh, been looking at uh, all of the uh, the predictions and, and, and making them yourself, uh, I'll start with the champs because... You know, when LeBron is in L.A. and they won the title two years ago and Kevin Durant and James Harden and, and well, Kyrie was there. Who knows what's going to happen with Brooklyn? It's taken some shine off of the Milwaukee Bucks. What is your expectation for the Milwaukee Bucks? Because as, as crazy as it sounds, it does feel like the defending world champion is sliding under the radar into this season. You are absolutely right. That is the thing that's kind of amazed me is that that. We've been so focused on the shiny new things, you know, like, oh, hey, look at how good Brooklyn can be. And obviously, you know, Russell Westbrook with the Lakers and and Miami had a great offseason that we've kind of ignored the fact that they made a leap last year, right? They, the, the reason they have a title is that Giannis Antetokounmpo kind of made a leap in those final playoff games. That was a team that finally figured out and overcame its demons and, and, and made the steps it needed to to win. And we've just kind of ignored that going into the season. To me, it's kind of, I think they and Brooklyn, at least Brooklyn minus Kyrie, are kind of on their own level. And maybe the Lakers could get there if things come together for them. You know, I think it's going to take a little while for them. I think they're sliding under the radar, and you're right. And they couldn't, I mean, Sean could probably speak to this. Wouldn't you kind of come out with a, oh, you forgot about us? We'll show you kind of leap you attitude for the season, right? Like I think that they could come out and probably have the best regular season record just because they have the depth, they have the system, they have some continuity that nobody else really brings to the table outside of maybe Utah. I agree. And uh, you were thinking a place like Milwaukee, where they're on the cusp of the championships and mm-hmm. that energy that they felt that stretch run that they want to, you know, repeat it, you know, and quietly, you know, they get DiVincenzo back, who to me is a big part of them repeating, and they also added Grayson Allen and Rodney yep. Hood because I thought they needed more scoring and kept off. Bobby Portis. We all yeah. we all just you know we we just I I mean at least I did. I mm-hmm. thought Bobby Portis was good as gone, you know, and they kept yeah. it. Yeah, so I, I like where they stand. Again, they're not going to be a flashy team, so I think they're a team that will probably stay under the radar the majority of the year. They don't have any big personalities 
like entertaining, sure. like off the court guys, which is good if you're the GM or the head coach of the Bucks. So, you know, I guess my question is, what's your feel on Philadelphia and Ben Simmons, Kurt? How does that early part of the season work for Philadelphia? Do they get it figured out? Does he end up getting traded? I think he does ultimately end up getting traded at some point, probably during the season, probably closer to the deadline. Doesn't it feel more like you know, James Harden a year ago where, you know, hey, we got a month into the season, and he's not going to be – I don't think it's in his personality to be as – disruptive and kind of the way that James Harden kind of played last year where he came out that first game and said, Hey, I'm going to forget the numbers, but didn't he put up like 40 and 17 and say, Hey, just remember what I can do. And then he kind of really wasn't that guy the rest of the time um, in Houston until he got traded. I don't know if that's in him. I, I, I don't think like Jimmy Butler in Minnesota is in him. I don't think he can be that kind of, I think he's a little more conflict averse than that. Um, I find that team the hardest to predict. I think they're look, they're still going to be good. They're still going to be a good team, even if he's playing a limited role. But they're eventually going to have. He needs to play a little and remind. Get, just get that taste out of everybody's mouth. That everybody. So the last memory we have of him isn't him passing up a dunk and being afraid to you know shoot to get to the free throw line, and kind of remind everybody, hey, he's a really good defender. Hey, he's really good in the open court. He does a lot of good things. He's not an all star on accident, and. We'll see what happens. Um, I think I think that they're I think that they are going to be a very different team at the end of the season than they are now. I do I do expect some sort of trade during the season. Will be fascinating to watch. We have Kurt Heelan here on the nightcap looking at the market. A lot of people agree with what you what you mentioned about the Heat being vastly improved. Uh, I guess two yeah. things when it you know uh, actually look, looking at their season outlook is Victor Oladipo healthy and how much does adding Kyle Laura how Lowry helped them as far as trying to win the Eastern Conference. Lowry's a big addition, as long as he can stay healthy and on the court. But just because he not only fits their style, he's, he can play defense, uh, he's a well-rounded player. But it, I mean, what's the image we have of Jimmy Butler against the when the Heat made the finals a couple of years ago against the Lakers? He's leaning over the stanchion in the side at the bubble just trying to catch his breath because he had to carry so much offensive load. Um, it, with all due respect to how good Bam had a bio and some of the other, you know, Tyler Hero had a great bubble and he's looked really great in preseason. Those guys don't create shots. Jimmy Butler was kind of the, the Goran Dragic wasn't doing it at the level they needed. Kyle Lowry can walk in and create shots. He's going to walk in the door. Victor Oladipo is if he can come back and and be himself. Then that's a look. That's a great roll of the dice for him because I don't or for them because I don't know if he can be that guy. But they're not. Not like they spent a. This was a low, low risk, a high reward type of thing. They're not paying him a ton of money. If it works out great, uh, they could really use him, and he'd be a big boost. We'll see what ultimately happens. But I think Lowry comes in, gives them that secondary shot creator. I expect a big year out of Bam. Who you know, I, I, some of those guys come out of the Olympics. I think you're going to see this with um, Zach Levine and, and Jason Tatum and some others. But the first time you go to the Olympics and you suddenly play with just the best players in the world are on your team and you're around Kevin Durant and, and Damian Lillard and uh, Draymond Green and you see what, how they prepare. Guys come out of that and they, they're just a bump. They just kind of tend to play better that next season coming off the Olympics. And I think you're going to see that from Draymond and others. And I mean, not from Draymond, but from, uh, uh, from, from Bam Adebayo and some others. And it'll be huge for them. I think that 
again, I think they're a more dangerous playoff team than a regular season team. But Miami, to me, is if Brooklyn and and for me, Brooklyn and Milwaukee are on their own kind of tier. Miami's the one half a step back if things come together for them that that could be a threat. Talk once again to Kurt Heelan from uh, NBC Sports at Basketball Talk on Twitter. Kurt, we got about uh, two minutes uh, to go here. Switching over to the Western Conference, uh, obviously a lot of discussion with the Lakers, uh, the moves that they have made, the biggest one being Russell Westbrook. They get uh, Avery Bradley back today as they just continue to kind of piece together uh, veterans. Avery Bradley was on that team two years ago, opted not to go down to the bubble uh, when they won the championship what do you make? You're out there in uh, in L.A. Uh, what has the buzz been like? You know, I know they didn't win a game in the preseason. I can't imagine that really matters much because it's LeBron. But no. what do you make of this Lakers team and and how it's all going to come together? Yeah, I would I would say Laker fans are overconfident, but frankly, I would say that every year. <laughs> um, I, yeah, and ignore the 0-6 they, 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 in the preseason. They, they didn't score. They scored less than a point per possession during the preseason. That is, they got LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. They are not doing that during the regular season. The defense is questionable, maybe. To me, they're still, with all the moves they made, it really is this. If they get to the postseason with a healthy Anthony Davis and a healthy LeBron James, they're the team to beat in the West. I just, I'm not sure if anybody else is as good as them. I don't know that anybody can reach the level they can, if they can get those guys there. And that's where Russell Westbrook comes in. You've got to give Davis some nights off. You've got to, obviously LeBron is 37 with pretty soon. He's going to have the second most minutes played when you count regular season playoffs together. You've got to get him some time off. Russell Westbrook's an innings eater as a pitcher, right? Like he's just somebody who can come in take off the load, you can reduce his minutes, and you're still going to get production. And if they get to the playoffs, they're right. If, they're, if they stumble at all, then Phoenix and Utah are, are right there. He is Kurt Halen. Follow him on Twitter, at Basketball Talk. Kurt, we always love picking your brain, and obviously you won't be a, uh, a stranger all throughout the basketball season. I look forward to talking to you guys, man. That'd be fun. There he is, Kurt Halen. Always great to pick his brain and uh, get some NBA knowledge. Woo! It's going to be fascinating, man. Fascinating. I mean, a lot of storylines coming into the season. You're a big NBA guy, right? Yeah, yeah. By the way, Carmelo Anthony, have you seen his new shoe and the packaging? Oh, I got to show it to you during the break. It is phenomenal. Also, 31-24. Bills, Woo! this thing is... We got seven. Let's go, baby. Exciting. Let's go. We'll get you an update on what's happening on Monday Night Football. On the other side, it's the Nightcap here on Visa. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things. 
a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray. 31-24, to where we stand right now. The over has cashed. If that was your loan play tonight, congratulations. You can go get yourself some, uh, some money. Uh, right now, if you have either side, you're sweating it out. This game closed six. I have the bills. Uh, you laid the six. Yeah. You laid the six. It's 31 to 24, an important two point conversion. Third and five coming up. We can get a stop here, which they haven't been able to do today. I do like bringing the pressure. Tannehill, great ball. He's made the throws right when he's had AJ to make Brown. them. Yeah, yeah. AJ Brown, who was uh, really quite well. Honestly, Brian Tannehill, he only completed, I think, four passes in the first half. So he goes to A.J. Brown across the middle, uh, first down there. And this has been a very entertaining game here, especially since the second quarter where we had 34 combined points, and now uh, it's 31-24. to uh, Stephon Diggs, deep ball to him. He gets uh, pass interference, and they go to Cole Beasley down at the one-yard line. Um, and... Uh, who ended up scoring? Was it Josh Allen on a sneak? Uh, no. Uh, oh, no, they went to the air. I think it was Dawson Knox. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was Dawson Knox. Tight end coming across the backside. Then on the two-point play, it was a pass They did the back Philly special. Josh Allen, yeah. Is Josh that, Allen did not look very comfortable catching that football for no, a very for a super athletic it. dude. He was like, Ugh. did you see what the ball looked like? I mean, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it was oblong. It was spinning sideways. Uh, wow, just, a, just a quick correction. It was uh, Tommy 
Sweeney who caught the touchdown, not Dawson Knox. So sorry if I got you excited uh, if you had a Dawson Knox touchdown. A.J. Brown again inside the 25-yard line, and here come the Titans. Can we at least hold them to a field goal, guys? What about this vaunted Bills defense? Where is it at tonight? I tell you what, man, the Titans uh, looking uh, – Coming alive here offensively. They haven't been able to stop this Bills team whatsoever. Uh, just looking at what the Bills have done so far. Josh Allen, 29 of 37, 271 through the air, three touchdowns. By the way, uh, the passing yardage on the pass interference does not count. Right. It was a huge pass to Stefan <clears throat> Diggs. It, he was the, interfered with. The mark was interesting because they gave him first and goal on the five, but it looked like he was down at the, the one. PI happened yeah. you know, in the end zone, so that was interesting. Uh-oh. Man, Derrick Henry. He's pretty good, man. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. 17 carries, 131 yards, two touchdowns <laughs> for Derrick Henry here this evening. Uh, they are just, uh, look at that, 6'3", 247 pounds. By the way, um, good to see Tennessee. It looks like now that they're healthy, mm-hmm. they're getting their confidence and their swag back a little bit. This is a team that lost to the New York Jets a couple weeks ago. I did not enjoy that. Because uh, <laughs> that Arizona loss does not look as bad now, considering the Arizona sitting at 6-0 and has not lost since. But uh, when they lost to the Jets, I pretty much, you know, yeah. This, I mean, he's a big guy. Just getting stiff. So, so, so just getting stiff on by Derek so Henry. Holding's you, bringing this back. Can you imagine when you play the Titans, how much pressure as a DB you have when Henry makes it through your front seven. Because, see, at least in the front seven, you have help. You know, D-tackle falls off, somebody's at his legs. Once he gets to the secondary, that's just you and the big fella by yourself. Did you Were you? Did you scout him in high school? No. No, Henry was... Uh, was he older? Than, already at Alabama okay, when I started coaching. The USA. Yeah. Because I remember seeing some highlights of him in high school. I mean, it was absolutely just unfair. What if I'm was, not mistaken, I think Kenyon Drake... Didn't he average like 10 touchdowns? He yeah. averaged something absurd, like 8, 10 touchdowns. I think he's from Uly High School, if I'm not mistaken. From a little small place in Florida, not a big school kid. Obviously, he's country strong, as we call it down south. But, I mean, heck of a running back, heck of a player. I think the versatility that he has, people don't talk about enough. Like his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, he's improved in pass protection. So, I mean, when it's all said and done, he's going to go down as probably one of the best to ever do it. You know, in the NFL at the running back position. I'm trying to find his high school stats here. Um, his... I think he played all everything, though. He didn't just play running back. <laughs> he played everything. <laughs> his senior year in high school, he ran for 4,261 I mean, he was the same size. I mean, that's child <laughs> abuse what he did to some people's kids. He had 55 rushing touchdowns in his senior year. That's your question. Can you imagine little Timmy? Out there on the corner. No. He gets off the block and Derrick Henry's coming at him. I mean, that's dramatic. I mean, that's that's traumatic, actually. Like you can't want to give up football. He ran for over 12,000 yards in his high school career. 153 touchdowns. Not a lot of answers. Good God, man. That is absurd. It's and so- they didn't mess around. Uh, apparently, they lost their, They lost a game. I don't know how you lose a game with Derrick Henry, but they, they must have had no one else behind him. I don't know how I... Got into uh, looking at Derrick Henry high school stats. But you got your wish. You got a field goal. I did. 31-27, 9.45 to go. So right now, at this moment in time, the Titans are covering. But the man strapping on his helmet right now is one of the 
uh, MVP candidates out there in Josh Allen. I wish I was at the game so I could be like, hey, Allen, <laughs> good teams win, great teams cover. <laughs> you know, Mike Stoops certainly knew the spread this weekend. Facts. Mike, I mean, timeout. How many times do I have to tell, the tell you guys? Four seconds hey, listen, to go. if you can't win a game, at least cover. Because then your alums, uh, in some ways, will be happy. Mark, excuse me. Mike is uh, Mike's the D coordinator at yeah. FAU. Mark Stoops. Uh, Kentucky's they, done it. They, their programs come a long way. Oh, they absolutely. They really have. They That was a much more competitive game, you know, through most of it. And then that final score indicated. And, hey, man, it's tough. I, no one really thought they could go into Athens and win. I thought it'd be a tough game. But shout out to Kirby Smart. I mean, he, he really... Has that program right now sitting in a great, great position, really healthy, really talented, and built the right way. What so do you do if they're going to be hard to beat? If you're Kirby Smart, what do you do when JT Daniels is 100% healthy? Do you stick with Stetson Bennett or you go to JT Daniels? I mean, I think they're very similar. I think Stetson gives you a little more of an athletic component, mm-hmm. his ability when things break down to run the football, but. Ironically, after Stetson had the big game, I think it was in week two, JT came back and played his best game. Yep. So I don't think a player should lose his position based on injury. So I could see him going back to JT. I could also see him having a very short leash with JT once he, he reenters you know, the football game. And with the way that Georgia is right now, by the way, commercial break uh, after the field goal, 31-27, taking mm-hmm. a look at the live line right now. At DraftKings, six and a half, so pretty much what it was uh, prior to the game. So six and a half in favor of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but you look at this Georgia team now, seven and zero oh, by week uh, upcoming before the big greatest cocktail party in the world. Yeah, that that uh, that cocktail is going to be a little watered down. I don't know. After well, well, if, if I they just... play the right quarterback. Yeah, I, I really haven't been in agreement with this. Emory Jones, dual quarterback role. No, no offense to the young man, but he is not the the right quarterback to lead this team. They brought in Anthony Richardson. That dude is is incredible. Yeah, I don't I don't really get what they're trying to do with that. But I'll tell you this: I mean, LSU hadn't run the ball on anyone. If they don't get that run defense fixed, I mean, it don't matter who they have at quarterback. I mean, Davis Price ran for two hundred eighty-seven yards, and LSU has been terrible running the football this year. Is that good? That's not good. Not heading into a game. Well, I'm against saying, Georgia. is that good for LSU? Good for LSU in getting that victory. Uh, you know, everybody was on Florida, laid the points. That number kept rising, and you know, that will be one of the most fascinating coaching searches that we've had in a while because you're talking about a football program that views themselves as a legitimate contender with Alabama, oh. not just. As far as, like, can we win a game, but a year-in and year-out program, like, that's the energy, the financial support, the emotion that they have tied into that program. So, I mean, whoever gets that job, I mean, you're getting a Alabama, Georgia-level job. Well, and and the thing is, you, you hear the, you know, the delusional folks at, you know, Rocky Top who think, oh, we're going to compete with Alabama. When did you ever do that? Right. When Peyton Manning and T. Martin were there? <laughs> LSU won a title two years ago. Yeah. The last three coaches that have been on the sideline, Nick Saban, uh, Les Miles, and now Ed Orgeron, have all won titles, so it's not crazy. Unlike Florida State, which is once upon a time. Tennessee, once upon a time. 
you've done it there. So it is a fascinating hire. They're going to shoot a big shot. They're going to try to well, get. I know who they're going They're going to try to get Jimbo. No, no. They're going to no. try to get Dabo. Their, their number one guy on the list will be Joe Brady. It'll just be, does Joe Brady want to coach college? That'll be the number one guy they go after. If you're Joe Brady, would you do it? If you want to be eventually Nick Saban, yes. That's the kind of... And that's the thing. The money is no longer really different. They're going to pay you, and if you win, you could be there forever. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Get you updated. Monday Night Football. Sean's raising the roof. For some reason, it's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.